Welcome to Life, a podcast all about living in full expression. I am your host, Farron Drew Thompson, and I'm here to share my experiences as they continue to unfold in this life to support you in yours. I'm inherently curious, and I created this show to explore my own human evolution, learn from others, and create a community in which we can all dive deeper into discovering our truest, most authentic selves. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Life. It has been a minute. I cannot believe that it has been four months since I sat down to record an episode of this podcast. As you know, if you listened to the last episode before this one, I was moving through some stuff. I knew I was going to take a break. I didn't know how long that was going to be. I thought maybe it'd be two weeks, two months. I had a feeling it might be longer, if I'm honest. Um, And it turns out that today, Monday, May 8th, is the day (laughs) that I was meant to sit back down and connect with all of you again. Um, It just feels so good to be here. And if you are listening to this, I'm sending you so much love. And I am so excited to tap back into this community to know what's going on in your lives to hear updates and just to share in community once again I've been missing that so much and I'm so excited to have this episode to just dive into everything that's been going on in my life in the last four months um just before I sat down to record this I actually picked up my guitar and sang a little song because I was feeling really out of practice with using my voice in this way and just wanted to kind of like shake up that energy a bit and sit down with a more grounded just basically like get rid of all those like little jittery feelings that I had and I actually feel like that might become a bit of a pre-show ritual because it really helped it really helped I mean it always helps to sing doesn't it so without further ado let's dive right in shall we I think it's only natural to begin where we left off and I am laughing because I got a few messages after the last episode that I published um, called Just Me Just As I Am. Um, As I explained during that recording, which I have since listened to snippets of it, (laughs) I was sick, recovering from a cold, in the midst of cleaning my house, I was not feeling motivated to record a podcast. And all of a sudden, I got this download, sit down now, share what you're feeling. This is true. This is real. This is authentic. So what you were getting there was very raw, very vulnerable, no filter at all. Um, Cute people who are just tuning into this podcast, like pausing and going back and listening. (laughs) It, um, It was definitely me sharing exactly where I was at at the time. Um, And I got a few messages afterwards of people checking in, which is so sweet. And I just love this community so much. Um, And the truth is that it's part of life to go through periods that feel darker, denser, where there's um, more sticky bits, where there's more struggle or challenge or we're coming up against the limits of ourselves. And um, it was a combination of things that led me to feeling that way. And I knew in my being that this next chapter of my life was going to be one of deep self-discovery. My voice has got deep, deep, deep self-discovery there. Um, Diving 
into and traversing the shadow parts of myself in a way that I hadn't before. Um, and I did identify that in that kind of haze of, of feeling really off that I was looking for someone to join me on that journey, someone to walk with me through those deeper, denser energies. Um, and I do feel like being able to have a solid relationship with yourself have awareness understand your kind of cycles and patterns the way you work understand your own unique energy all these things are so valuable and i've been practicing them for years it's uh, it's what i teach and what i how i work with clients but i also feel like part of the reason why i got into this business is because as i've gone along my self-development journey i've realized that it can be very lonely to do this type of work on your own um it is remarkable when we can have the tools and the resources and the understanding of ourselves to be able to navigate life in a way that feels sustainable, um, to be able to identify patterns that are no longer serving us, to move past limiting self-beliefs, all these things. Like As individuals, we are capable of more than we could possibly imagine. And that is one of my fundamental beliefs. That said... I do think that there is a limit to how much we can, how deep we can go um, on our own. A, a fundamental aspect of the human experience is community. And I think what you had heard me moving through in the last episode was a deep yearning for someone to share my experience with someone to be able to meet me in a safe container and do that intimate dance with me. Um, ultimately, someone who would mirror my experience back to me um, as a tool for me understanding myself better. And I'm happy to report that I did find someone <laughs> to do that dance with me. And um, it has been a really beautiful journey. It's a really great fit for my life right now. Um, and if anyone else is looking for support in this area, I highly encourage you to do some research and seek out support that feels right for you. Um, as I mentioned, doing quote unquote, the work on yourself and by yourself is such a powerful thing. Um, and I'm so grateful for that aspect of my life. But there is infinite value in being heard and seen and held exactly as you are um, and finding that exact right fit to be able to explore the depths of yourself that maybe you haven't been able to access on your own. Okay, so now let's dive deep into the life update section of this episode. I have so many things to share with all of you, some of which pertain to my life specifically, but others that relate to you as well, which I'm going to share at the end. So stay tuned for that. I just want to pause quickly. I actually did full transparency, pause the actual recording and went and made myself a latte just now because I feel like the energy here is the vibe of like sitting down with your dearest friends and just sharing your truest, most authentic self. And um, that's why I wanted to do a figurative pause just to say, I am so grateful that you're here. If you can't tell, I'm smiling so big right now just because it feels so good to be back, to be sharing, to be connecting. And I know I already said this, so 
apologies for repeating myself. But if I'm honest, before I hit record today, I was feeling a bit out of practice. And now that I have began recording the episode, I'm just filled with this remembering of how special this community is. And as I'm recording, I'm picturing all of your beautiful faces as you move through your life, whether you're doing dishes or walking or who knows what you're doing, just moving through your life. But I'm just grateful that you're here. So with that being said, let's actually just dive in on the topic of community. Something really special that's been happening over the last few months is that I've had the opportunity to meet and engage with many new people. Living where I live, I don't often meet new people just in my daily life, but I've been making more of an effort to go down to the city and connect with other people in my area. And it's led me to build a few new dear friendships, which fills my heart to the brim and is so exciting. And it's also led me to begin building community, something that I have had a deep desire for and yearning for for a long time. I think in the past I've had a tendency to understand that I have a need for community and yet not meet the universe in facilitating those relationships kind of just I don't know if any of you can relate to this but especially when I was looking for someone to work with um, through everything that I was moving through in the last few months I was just kind of expecting someone to just approach me on the street and be like hello I'd love to be your mentor (laughs) or hello I'd love to be your best friend I mean I didn't consciously think these things but I think if I'm really honest I didn't really see a way that I could be engaging and creating these things that felt right. Um, And so part of the last few months has been having these opportunities given to me by people I know or whatever, whatever the case may be. But then the other big crucial part has been my interaction with those invitations. I think that sometimes when we do not have community or we feel isolated or alone, it can feel safer to stay within our own energy or make excuses to not go and interact with other people. But in my experience, it has been the most healing, beautiful, expansive chapter. Um, And that's simply because I've allowed myself to be open, to be seen, to be vulnerable, to connect. And the energy shift that I've experienced as a result is so profound And it has trickled into every area of my life. As I touched on before, community is an innate need for us. And it's no wonder now that I can look back with hindsight, which we can always see so much clearer (laughs) once we lived through something, it's no wonder that I was feeling so off and so isolated when, um, when I was living here and was disconnected from community that makes total sense to me Um, it's an integral part of human life and so this chapter has been one of making connections and relating and being in community with people and that is something that I'm super excited about If you're listening to this and this is resonating in any way, perhaps you're also having a deep desire for community and potentially you've evolved past certain relationships in your life or you're just feeling alone or isolated in any way, 
I'm sending you so much love and I see you. I am really proud and happy to be sharing some community-based offers later in this episode that may be of value to you. And just from my personal experience, what has helped support me in cultivating community over the last few months has been a couple of things. One is to accept invitations if they come or to just engage with them in a different way and remain open. But also, I have explored reaching out to friends that I haven't spoken to in a while or staying more consistent in my communication with friendships. I have also begun to interact with neighbors in my community, which although is something that is practiced many places throughout the world, I feel like sometimes in the Western world, it can be something that we don't practice all the time. And I know I've heard people talk about living in big cities in apartment buildings. They live next to somebody they don't even know their name. So if you are feeling a little bit alone, I encourage you to strike up a conversation with somebody to to make connection a priority. I know that can be scary <laughs> and it can also just seem like perhaps it won't lead to anything, but you just never know. So I would encourage you if you're currently experiencing um, a need for connection to actually just go out there and connect with others, to talk to the grocery store clerk or to just hold the door open for someone on the subway. Just small everyday things that can lead you into that energy of connection and you never know what's going to happen. So stay open and stay tuned because this community is going to be taking on an evolution and I'm very excited to share that with all of you. Along somewhat of the same line, something that has been coming up over the last few months in addition to this kind of energy of being more open, is just a shift in being more open to saying yes to things and to cultivating opportunities for adventure and spontaneity, things that are essential to who I am at my core. I think in the last few years, all of us probably have experienced some level of suppression of those things in our lives. And that has probably affected all of us in very different ways. But I feel like the last few months of my life have been a gradual reintroduction of that. And it's felt like a homecoming of sorts, which is so special. I feel like I've kind of tapped back into my childlike sense of wonder and curiosity. And that has come in the way of experiences presenting themselves and me taking them up. Um, one of these things has been re-exploring skiing, which I didn't grow up doing, but I've learned how to do in the last 10 years or so. And I had the opportunity to go skiing a few times in the winter this year, and it has been so expansive and really special. It's something that actually has reminded me how beautiful the sport can be because not only are you out in nature, but you're 100% present. You can't be tuning into a podcast, which I'm glad you're doing, by the way, <laughs> but you you can't be consuming anything other than what is right in front of your eyes. And so that has been a really cool experience for me to remember and something that was really unexpected. And so that's been really cool. Something else that came up recently was 
my boyfriend was talking to our neighbor at the farm and it came up that I am a meditation teacher, which now I can't remember if I even shared that on last episode. I'm sure I did. But I am, as of December, a certified meditation teacher, which I'm also so excited to share more about with all of you. But back to the story. Our neighbor immediately texted someone she knew in the community. And within five minutes, we had someone knocking at our door, inviting me to a town hall meeting. And, you know, in the past, I I may have thought, oh, well, I don't know how long we're going to live here. And, you know, I don't know if there's a need or a demand for teaching meditation in the community. But with this new shift in perspective that I've had, I'm just so much more open and excited to engage with new people and see what's going on and just get curious about where things will lead. And so I attended the town hall meeting last week. It was so great. I met a bunch of people who live in our neighborhood and it felt really good just to interact with people who I may otherwise never have met before or been in the same room as So these experiences continue to be very illuminating and I look forward to what presents itself next. Something else that has occurred in the last couple of months, which will be a huge shocker to people who know me, is that I started eating meat. I know, it's wild. For those who do not know me, I didn't grow up eating meat. My mom grew up in a very meat and potatoes kind of family. And at 16, she stopped eating meat altogether. Her relationship with meat has changed. Now she now eats eats it. But growing up, we ate primarily vegetarian, ate some fish. Um, in, in high school, I dabbled with chicken. Um, I've always been a curious person, so I will try little bites of meat here and there just to see what's going on. But I never really developed a taste for it. And that always worked for me because I love animals. And I just thought, wow, how wonderful that I don't have a taste for meat. And so I don't need to even worry about that and have that conflict in my mind. But something shifted in the last couple of years. I would say about three years ago, I one day had a very intense craving for bone broth, which I had never even tasted before. (laughs) So explain that to me. But the way that I actually interpreted that is that on some innate biological level, I knew that I was deficient in certain things that I wanted to consume. Um, It was like this primal wisdom within me calling me back home to eating meat. And that means that I ignored it for three years. And I actually reached out to someone I know who is um, a big inspiration for me in her conscious consumption of all food, but meat in general. Um, She just has a really beautiful relationship with life and with animals and just, just nourishing our bodies in general. And so I reached out to her a couple of months back and I told her that I had had this yearning for meat. And I said, you know, having not eaten meat, Um, for my whole life what would what what do you think like I just wanted to talk it through with her you know do you think starting with bone broth is something that is that is a good first step like an intro (laughs) into the meat eating community because I was thinking about all the benefits of what would happen when I started to eat meat and all the things that I knew I needed from it but I was also conscious of the fact that I had never eaten meat before and I was curious to know if maybe 
there was something that would happen in my body, like I'd have a hard time digesting it, or I'd have some sort of like grace period where I would need to kind of like learn how to process meat or something, which sounds ridiculous in hindsight. But what she said to me was such an interesting reflection. She said that she's known people who are vegan who go from vegan to eating meat overnight and they've had no issues integrating it on a physical level. But mentally, the idea of consuming, and pardon if this is graphic for any vegans, just mute this part, but the idea of consuming actual flesh can be a real barrier to entry for eating meat and something that can be a real struggle. So she said, you know, start with bone broth if you want, but ultimately just know that, you know, physically you'll likely be fine. So that was really interesting. And I had a good laugh about it because that makes a lot of sense. Like physically, I actually would probably be fine. But the mental catch up that I have to play with now being somebody who consumes meat, somebody who takes life to sustain my life. Um, and that is so deeply profound for me and something that I treasure. I really value this concept of being more intertwined, more connected, more aware of my food and where it comes from. And this chapter of beginning to eat meat has actually been this again, like a homecoming of sorts to this innate way of being, this way of being so much more connected to the things that feed me to the life that it takes to sustain other life. And so it's been this like really beautiful, complex, unexpected um, learning that touches on so many different facets of my life. And it all started with this craving for bone broth. Something that actually also kind of supplemented this decision. It was like occurring at the same time that I knew that I wanted to experiment with this. Um, my family's obsessed with the show Alone. If anyone hasn't watched it, it's basically about um, survival experts. They get dropped in a very remote location around the world um, and they are fully alone. They have cameras that they can film themselves with, but it's a very um, primitive way of being. And it's very no frills. There's no like competitions or anything like that. It's just people surviving in the wilderness and displaying this really beautiful harmony and coexistence with nature. And the show has been deeply inspirational to me as I have navigated this decision to begin experimenting with eating meat in my own life. I think in the past when I would have thought of hunting or living off the land in that way, I would have just thought of the killing of the actual animal and thought, oh my gosh, I could never do that. But what I've seen modeled here is something that I've never seen in my real life where I live. I know that hunting and 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 procuring your own wild meat is a huge part of many people's lives around the world. But where I live, it's not as commonly practiced. And so I think when I would think of it in the past, I would think, oh my gosh, I could never, ever, ever take an animal's life, actually myself. Um, and my cousin who lives out in the prairies of Canada, where hunting is a lot more common, said something to me when I was a child that stuck with me forever. It was an interesting perspective. She said, I don't think that anyone should eat meat that she, that they wouldn't feel comfortable killing themselves. Um, and that really stuck with me. It was a really interesting perspective. 
Um, and as I'm watching the show and contemplating my own relationship with, with food and, and with my consumption of products that I buy at the store and things, it was a really um, eye-opening experience to see modeled this deeply respectful, harmonious, um, profound understanding of what it means to take a life. Every single person on the show that I've seen says some sort of gratitude blessing. They live in complete harmony with the land. And although I am not currently going out and hunting, um, you know, who knows if that will be a chapter of my life. I've definitely fished in the past and it's a profound experience to see that you have taken a life. Um, but I think this show mirroring decisions decision that I've made has informed the way that I have decided to consume meat. So when I decided that I wanted to do this, I began doing research and I found a farm near our house that is a regenerative agriculture farm. All of their animals are treated extremely well. It's organic. They're all pasture raised. They get moved through mature forests and open fields. And um, it's just a really um, beautiful place that stands for values that are important to me. And so we've started doing orders from them. And I don't think that I will ever be somebody who buys meat at a restaurant or a store. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but just for me, I feel like this is a almost like a deeply spiritual practice that I've developed. It's a communion between myself and nature. And when I cook the meat, it almost feels sacred. And I always say a little blessing, thank you, gratitude to the animal before um, before I eat. And so it's been a really eye-opening experience and it's allowed me to heal and explore a lot of really interesting things like my understanding of the cycles of life and death and my place within nature and exploring ancient cultures and how they related to the food that they ate and taking inspiration from that. Um, it's not all about the show alone, <laughs> although that is an excellent show and I would recommend it to anybody. Um, something I've talked about in the past, like in my past business that was more food related was this concept that I think that it's so important and, and unfortunately often quite rare to give ourselves permission to evolve, um, specifically as it relates to food. Um, and everyone is going to have a different opinion of what is best for their body, but it's because no one way of eating or approaching food is going to fit everyone. And so I think giving ourselves that flexibility to just explore and follow our intuition um, can be such a really beautiful and awakening experience. And that's what's been occurring for me. And I'm excited to see where this continues to go. Maybe this is something I'll do a deep dive in. Let me know if this is something that you'd be interested in me creating a separate episode on. Um, I'm happy to share my experience as it continues to unfold. And I'm just really excited to see how it progresses. Now, right around the same time that all of this was unfolding, things kind of came to a head for me as it relates to my relationship with exercise. 
The last couple of years, I have not upheld a consistent exercise routine. And throughout my life, I've definitely had periods where exercise has held more significance and has been a foundational aspect of my well-being. And in the last couple of years, I have adopted more of a flowy, intuitive approach to moving my body. And what I realized and what ultimately culminated in a bit of a breakdown (laughs) was that that approach, a more feminine yin-based approach to exercise does not work for me. I felt very out of balance. I felt lost in the flowiness and I had no structure. And so I felt called after it kind of got to a rock bottom moment and I realized, okay, something needs to change here. I realized that I needed to incorporate more of a masculine, young approach, more fire energy, if we're looking at the elements, in order to restore balance and in order to feel more connected to my physical body. And what I ended up doing was beginning a more consistent exercise routine. I started going to a local gym and incorporating this practice as a foundational part of my day. And this commitment to this practice and to myself has been the most revolutionary thing that has happened in my self-development journey in maybe ever. (laughs) I know that sounds dramatic. And before I get into kind of diving deep into what has been going on for me there, I want to explain a concept that has been very resonant for me. Many years ago, I heard an astrologer, Rick Levine, who's somebody actually I've done an online course with him before, talking about some sort of astrological aspect and using the analogy of a key log. And I may have talked about this on the podcast before, but essentially the premise is that in the logging industry in real life, if there's a log jam and it's blocked the flow of production, they call in an expert who will assess the situation and identify what's called the key log, which is essentially a log that can be removed to reinstate the flow. And what's interesting about this is that often the key log is not the obvious choice. That's why they call in an expert because they're able to see about 15 steps ahead and they see that moving this one thing will have this beautiful ripple effect that will encourage flow and allow everything to move as it's meant to. And so the reason I bring this up is because exercise for me has been the key log in my life. This consistent practice, this commitment to myself, this commitment to honoring my body in this way has been revolutionary in so many aspects of my life. I think the most prominent thing that it has supported me in is building a sustainable foundation of self-trust. For many years, as I'm seeing through this chapter of my life, I have been stuck in certain cycles of self-abandonment, one of them being not exercising and moving my body in the way I know I need to. I'm just going to pause for effect because I feel like that probably resonates with many people, whether it's for fear or for shame or worry or lack of access. There are a million reasons why we get in our way or why we don't 
incorporate the things that we know will make us feel good into our daily lives. But this breakdown led to a breakthrough, which is that I have begun down the path of creating self-trust with myself, creating unconditional self-love. And I think the other huge piece of this exercise is recognizing what the intention is. I think often when we come back to or begin a practice like this, that is directly related to our physical body, whether it's exercise or, you know, becoming more mindful of what we put in our body. It's almost like we're a puppet on strings and we're not aware of the strings. There are a lot of other factors that might be unconscious that inform and dictate our intention behind why we're doing these things whether that's to change our body in a certain way or deny a certain part of ourselves. Maybe we don't love the way a certain part of ourselves is looking or feeling and we're desperate to change it. I think that this process has been really beautiful for me and super healing because every day I check in with my intention of why I'm going to the gym and why I'm going to exercise and becoming hyper aware of when other ideologies and things that are not mine have slipped in. It's almost like creating a security system in your brain and just checking things as they come through the door. For me, it's been checking the intention behind this practice. And every day, rather than enter the practice from a place of either future-oriented goals, like I want to look a certain way, I want to feel a certain way, I want to do those things, which can be helpful, yes. For me, there's immense power in the present moment and turning towards our entire self as we exist right now is one of the most beautiful acts of self-love that we can do. And I promise you, if you begin to do that, it will create the most profound ripple effect throughout the rest of your life. And this intention that I set every day rather than it being centered on something future-oriented or something that I want to turn away from in myself, every day I set the intention that I am going to celebrate my body exactly as it is. Celebrate my abilities exactly as they are. Not wish I could do something more, not wonder why I'm not as flexible today, but just celebrate exactly what I'm able to do today in my physical body. And this has created a sense of trust in myself, a sense of love in myself in a, in a depth that I had never experienced before. And as I continue to commit to this practice, new things are revealed to me and I will be glad to share more as I continue to go down this path. But if there is something that you are being called to do something that you know in your heart of hearts would make you feel more alive more connected more happy more fulfilled explore what it would mean or look like to set a new intention for yourself setting an intention that's rooted in the present that's rooted in who you are right now at this moment And if you have a specific idea in mind and you want someone to talk to about it, you always know you can send me a message. I'd love to talk to you about it. But it has been a real journey and I'm so excited to see what comes next there as well. 
Now, as all these big transformations and changes and revolutions were happening in my personal life, professionally, I was dreaming about what the next step was in my business. As many of you know, I took a step back from the podcast and from social media starting in early January. And I really wanted to use this time intentionally to get clear on my purpose and my gifts, refine my offers, and understand how I can best serve my community. And something that I've always wanted to do, but hadn't become clear to me until this time in my life when I'd taken a step back to assess, was the incorporation of community and in-person gatherings into what I currently offer. And so after I got my meditation teacher training certification, I started to explore what I could do with that and how I could bring people together. Because as I touched on before, there is such an immense capacity for healing in group settings with other human beings, connecting, relating, sharing, being vulnerable. Honestly, I have chills talking about this right now because it is so potent and powerful. And I'm just, I know I keep saying this for everything that's coming up, but it is a chapter of excitement for me. I'm so excited to see where this goes. But during this time that I had taken away from the front facing aspects of my business, I hosted my first ever seasonal gathering, which I opened to family and friends. I wanted to see how it all played out in a very intimate setting first before offering it to the greater community. And it was beautiful. We met on the spring equinox. It was a rainy morning in March and we had it at my sister's house in her living room with eight women of all different ages. And together we joined together, we laughed, we connected, we shared. I facilitated a guided meditation experience and led the group through some journaling exercises. And it was sacred and beautiful. And the feedback was, it just blew me away. I think that it really brought a dream to real life for me and opened my eyes to what was possible for connecting in a group setting like this. So that was very exciting. And then a few weeks after that, one of the new friends that I've made had invited me to come to her birthday party. And she had expressed to me in the days leading up to it that she wanted to incorporate a guided meditation into the celebration. And so I offered to lead it. And she was very excited for me to do that. And so on the evening of her birthday party, I arrived at her house and she had a vision for creating a flower altar on her coffee table and had serendipitously received a whole bunch of different flower bouquets and arrangements for her birthday that she no longer needed and said that I could just do whatever I wanted with them. And if you know me, you know, I'm very creative and I love, this is like a dream activity for me. So I set to work in creating this gorgeous flower altar that honestly was so breathtakingly beautiful it almost like it it, you almost couldn't believe what you were seeing it was just so abundant so sensuous and gorgeous and colorful and vibrant and full of life Um, and it was the perfect kind of focal point for this beautiful celebration of my friend and for this meditation practice the women who are in attendance at this 
event were lovely and supportive and kind and open. And we shared deep conversation, discussion, sharing that left us all feeling so connected. And it was just the most wonderful setting for me to practice meditation in a group again. And the experience was unlike anything I've ever witnessed in my entire life. As I was facilitating the meditation, there were channels of energy that were moving through my body. I've never felt anything like this before. It was the collective energy that I was picking up on and it literally felt like I was being electrified with the most healing, beautiful light. If I was listening to this, I don't know if I'd be able to contextualize what this actually feels like. Um, And I certainly am not doing the best job at describing it. It's something maybe you need to experience um, to understand. But it was powerful. And I feel like within this meditation at the birthday party, I was brought to the next level of understanding of how powerful collective healing can be. The feedback after the experience was profound and left me cracked wide open and full of so much gratitude and love and excitement for what lies ahead. And I feel like this is the perfect time to share the last piece of life updates. A huge part of the decision to step away from social media and podcasting for a little while was because I was finding it increasingly more challenging to be creating content while simultaneously getting clear on and refining my offers. As many of you know, I worked with my dear friend Marley Rose Harris, who is a business coach. I had her on episode two. Uh, You can go back and listen to that. Highly recommend and follow along with her. She's brilliant and so talented at what she does. I had the pleasure of working with her to bring my business to life. And that was valuable in a million different ways. One of which was that it held me accountable to get my business actually out there. Um, But I found that after I got my business up and running and I had started working with a few clients, I found that some of the offers that I had initially put out were not resonating. Some of the language I was using was not resonating. And I realized that I needed a bit of a refinement process to get clear on what my values were, what my purpose is, and how I can share those with my community. But I was finding it to be challenging to do that while also being kind of forward facing in my business. And so during this time, I was really able to tune back into my life, to live my life, to um, continue my work with clients while also opening myself up to that kind of dreamy space of understanding what I'm here to do, who I'm here to serve. And ultimately, the experiences that I've had in the last few months have led me exactly where I needed to be. Um, And that has led me to create a brand new website to refine my offers and to integrate so much of the wisdom that I had within me into my business in a way that it hadn't been before. 
So as of today, the website is live. I'm going to link it in the show notes. I would love for you to go and explore. There are options for individual support, working one-on-one with me, either in self-development or meditation. And there are also brand new collective experiences. And the possibilities there are truly endless. And I feel really grateful to be here in this moment, sharing all of this with you. And I'm excited to see where life takes me next and to keep on sharing with you along the way. And finally, last but not least, I am beyond thrilled to share that in celebration of this next evolution of the website and the new offers that are available, I will be offering the community a limited number of free one-to-one meditation sessions with me all of next week. These are 60-minute sessions where we use mindfulness meditation to deepen connection to self and the wisdom within We use the first half of the session to engage in an open conversation. You can come to the session with anything that is on your heart, a question you have, a fear, something you are carrying shame around, a dynamic that you feel like you've outgrown, but you're having a hard time releasing a pattern of behavior, anything at all. And the second half of the session is a guided meditation experience that's customized exactly to you to support you in returning to yourself, finding clarity, and restoring peace. I am so excited to share this new offer with all of you, and I wanted to give our community members an opportunity to have an experience with me. So that's my little gift to you to celebrate this next evolution, this next chapter. So I will leave the link in the show notes to sign up for a session next week. And I really look forward to connecting with some of you there. As for updates with the podcast, I have decided that I will be releasing the podcast intuitively. I had previously been releasing the podcast on a weekly basis. And something that's hugely important to me is providing value to my community. I always want to be sharing, providing content or episodes that resonate or that I feel passionately about that I feel will provide value um, or perspective to your life or inspiration or um, allow for conversation. And I feel an intuitive approach is much better suited to creating that type of content rather than feeling the need to create content every single week and getting it out at the same time every single week. Um, I'd rather focus on the quality of the content that I'm putting out and the intention behind the content that I'm putting out. And that may very well end up being weekly, (laughs) in which case that would be the best of both worlds. But it may be bi-weekly or once every few weeks. I'm just not entirely sure how that's going to look yet because I'm looking forward to exploring in this chapter how this flows with my energy and just wanted to keep you all in the loop of how that's going to keep progressing. So I will continue to share with you and share any updates that I have in that department. But for now, here I am. I'm back sharing with all of you again. Couldn't be happier. Wherever you are, I am sending you so much love and I'm so excited to connect with all of you again and hear what you've been up to. And until next time, I'm sending you so much love. Love